Good evening to all of you listening out there. This is W. Skim Elk, and welcome to Just Skimming the Surface. My guest today is Alex Thiesfield. Hello. Uh, how hey, are Alex? you? <laughs> this is my first podcast appearance ever. You've never been on a podcast no, ever? No, I've never actually been um, recorded in terms of like interview. like anything Really? Like, yeah, never. I, I find that surprising. So you have the honor of my first recorded interview. I, I am actually honored. That's great. I'm glad, I'm glad you are. <laughs> I'm surprised. I feel like you would have done something like this before. No, so like I've done um, like over the internet text interviews where like it would be like someone sends a list of questions and I just answer. Oh, them. and you just answer. Yeah, but yeah. nothing uh, ever recorded. Live. Nothing in person actually either. So this is uh, the first. For nice. All so yeah, you have the uh, the honor of this. Great, great. <laughs> and this is also the first yes. video version of my podcast. As so long have the audio there. Yes, as so long as it works. That's the... as long as I look pretty and yeah, and so long as the phone doesn't. <laughs> wonderful background here. Yeah, you need a backdrop. Well, I have I have a green screen. I just didn't want to set it up. <laughs> Next it. time. Next time. <laughs> well, Alex and I know each other from middle school and high school, yeah. and then after that, we haven't seen each other since graduation. Yes, oh. it has been quite some time. Quite, quite. So there's a lot to talk about, I believe. Plenty. Yeah. So. You'd still do music, right? Yes. Uh, for those listening that have no idea who I am, which I would assume might be all of those people listening, I uh, make music. I am a, uh, I actually do a lot of things. I'm an audio engineer. I'm a music producer. Uh, I guess I'm a singer-songwriter. I don't really do that as much anymore, but I do do it. And a rapper. And a rapper. <laughs> I used to mostly do rap music, but uh, right now it's shifted more towards the technical side of things. So that mm. is music production and audio engineering. Um, so yeah, I've been doing music for seven years now, so it's been a long time. Started in January 2010, so it's yeah. easy to keep track of. Um, and uh, things have really been ramping up in terms of like success and the level of things that are happening at mm -hmm. the moment. Like uh, I had a song in October chart on Billboard two charts, the the trending 140 charts and the uh, emerging artist charts charted number one. Wow, which was um, number uh, which was called "Numb" by Whit Lowry, so uh, I have that to be proud of, which is something that's a that's a brand new it's thing. Awesome. I've never had anything like that happen, so that was exciting. And uh, that song is amassed probably ten million plays in total across all platforms, or maybe even more than that. So, wow, who thought someone famous from the small town of Antioch <laughs> would ever happen? I'm not famous. <laughs> a little, maybe a little. You bit. were on the same chart as Chance the Rapper, I'm sure. It's true. Well, it's, so, the, so the funny thing is, it's actually still charting. It's been. Oh, really? It, so it's not like. So when people say Billboard charts, there is like the Billboard chart, the top yeah. 100. We didn't quite make it there because that's like mm -hmm. huge numbers. But we yeah, did go cool. on the trending 140, which is whatever's trending at the moment on Twitter, and then the emerging artist, which is newcomers. So we were number one on emerging artists and uh, number one on trending. And we're also, that same song has been in the charts, I think, since its release. So from October to now, it's been there. This past October? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So it's just been there for a long time. And uh, we had it go back up to one at one point, which was exciting. Yeah. So um, he, he released another song. So that's why they kind of just stick in there. So he has one charting there and then another one, that, the one that I produced, which is So up. I know you use SoundCloud. Mm -hmm. And is it also on Spotify and stuff too? Yes, yeah. So uh, this song is particularly Whit Lowry's song. I just made the beat for it. That's what I did mm -hmm. for this one. 
Um, so that's it's on Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes, everything. It's on. Okay, so whatever platform. artists you work with, yeah, it's yeah. on there. Spotify. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have my own platforms, but I haven't made like a song or anything. You haven't made an original, just yeah, yours. in a long time. I mean, I've made a whole bunch, but it's been a while since I've gotten back into that. And dig up your old YouTube. Channel. Oh no, we don't need to do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, come on, we watched them in class sometimes. I know everyone was like. Man. No, no. <laughs> I, I I think back on that stuff, and I'm like, oh gosh, like I like I don't know what people were thinking because I was going through, uh, you know how Facebook does like the honest day, oh yeah, thing. So pictures will pop up of like, oh, we listened to the, my song popular in class, whatever day this was, five years ago. It was like in health class. Mm-hmm. I was in yeah, that class. Were. Yeah, and uh, I just saw the picture and I was like, oh jeez, like. <laughs> I've always not really liked listening to my own stuff. And I'm pretty sure a lot of artists are like oh, that. Everyone's and, like that. Well, yeah. And I mean, like, everyone in, in general is like that when hearing their own voice, you know? It's because we're, we're our biggest critics. Oh, yes. So absolutely. It's, yeah. it's difficult for us to listen to our own stuff. Yeah. Or even look at our own stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, even, like, after seven years of making music, it's still, it's it's difficult, you know, to just listen to it. And, like, I'm, I am very harsh on myself and whatnot. And that's mm-hmm. why I haven't put out a lot of music uh, in the past year or so. But um, yeah, it's just been a lot of uh, music production work. I work with a couple artists very closely, and then uh, the Billboard stuff has been significantly, uh, I guess, life changing. I mean, it really has been yeah, definitely. a very big thing. Um, and then I've had the chance to work with um, some big major labels before. Like, uh, I actually got an email yesterday about sending some more songs and beats and whatnot to them. So things are things are looking up that's awesome that's awesome thank you you're climbing that ladder out of antioch into somewhere way better (laughs) oh yes i'm trying really hard (laughs) just gotta get out of there some people get stuck here and you don't want to be that guy no way so music stuff music production Mm -hmm. and wow Mm -hmm. that's just that's amazing thank you thank you (laughs) what's your what's your favorite song that you ever worked on so that uh I was anticipating these kind of questions. These are these are tough questions because it changes every time that I work on something. Because like it seems like every time I work on something with someone that I'm close with, like every time we make a new song, that's my new favorite song. So it's really hard to be like, well, that was my favorite one. So I mean, I would probably have to say the 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 numb song by Whit Lowry, the one that charted on Billboard mm-hmm. and all that. That is one of my favorites. I really do enjoy the song, and then also it being so successful and significant in his career and mine, that's amazing. it makes it uh, a personal favorite. Um, and then this person that I work with closely named Jaden, we, uh, are essentially like a duo. Like every song he makes is a beat that I made and I do background vocals and That's I awesome, help man. with everything. Uh, so some of the new stuff that him and I are working on is I think some of my favorite songs like ever, to be honest, like, uh, it's weird because like, um, I figured you would ask me at one point, like, what are your favorite artists? Cause that's just a, an easy yeah. question to, to ask and whatnot. And I was thinking, well, uh, I like some popular artists, but like, I actually think that I like my friend's music a lot more. So like Jaden's the person I work with. I really like his music. All the new stuff we've been working on has been fantastic. And uh, my friend Emilio, who goes by Locate Emilio, he um, has been making some really amazing stuff. Uh, and I've worked with him for maybe four or five years now. And every song he makes is just incredible and I love it. And he's uh, he's gotten a chance to do a lot of really big stuff as well. So it's really cool to see like people that I've come up with do yeah. big things, you know. Awesome to see all your friends yeah. grow with you. Oh, yeah. yeah. What a good friend. You're a good friend. I, I try to be. <laughs> I'm not the best, but I try. I try. I try. <laughs> so can you describe kind of your work and how hard it was maybe to get to where you are from way back in 2010? Yeah. You were just a freshman oh, in yeah. high school? Yeah. 
Uh, so I was, I started, when I started music, I was at the end of eighth grade. So mm -hmm. that, like, that's when it started for me. And prior to like actually recording music, I was rapping a little bit for people. So it was a little before 2010. Um, and I felt that it was, I don't know, it, it, at the time, like in the moment, I thought, oh man, I'm the coolest. Like I'm the best. <laughs> like I remember putting on my YouTube channel, like best 14 year old rapper ever <laughs> sign me. I need a label. <laughs> Like I would have that kind of stuff on oh, my boy. on my channel, and I look back on that now and like that's embarrassing. But like in the moment, I was like, "Oh, this is really cool. I'm so cool," and like people like me and stuff. But then that's looking awesome. back on it, I was like, "Man, people," like I noticed that I was a little too brash and a little too out there and whatnot. And I'm like, "Well, oh, I should have cut it back a little bit." But it was it was tough to, you know, kind of be a a normal person, and you know, because like you're like I was singled out so often because I'm the artist and like, like I'm out there. Knew and, you as that. Yeah, and um. And I would be not bold, but I would say things and I'd be like, well, posting every day and like, check out my music. I'm this person. I got this many followers, whatnot. Mm -hmm. And people would like often say really negative things about me on the internet, like, and essentially bully me on the internet and whatnot. And like, it was cool for them because, oh, he's just the artist and we're critiquing him or whatever, mm -hmm. you know? So it was tough from eighth grade through high school to kind of like deal with all that. And towards the end of high school, I kind of dialed back uh, the music a little bit. Like I was not very open about the music people knew that i still did it yeah but like i wasn't every day posting like i made this song or i'm working on this i'm working on that like i tried to keep it very like close to me and the people that i work with try to be very uh secretive about it and that's why i kind of moved towards music production because there's mm -hmm. not a face associated with that yeah generally. it's more background yeah stuff. like nowadays it is a little different where like people know in the hip-hop scene people know music producers oh yeah yeah but like usually it's not like that like you can ask any Per, any person in the public would be like, oh, who produced uh, this Katy Perry song? They wouldn't know. But, like, you could ask someone <laughs> who produced uh, this Future song that just came out last week. And they'd be like, oh, that's Metro Boomin or whatever. Like, So people know producers now, but that's not how it always used to be. But, like, yeah, yeah, I yeah. moved into production because there's not really a, a persona associated with that. I'm just the guy who makes the beats. And it's still something that I love to do. So making that transition was something that I really wanted to do uh, through high school because getting the public attention and all that kind of stuff... It's not really for me, I found out. I was like, mm. I don't really like this. <laughs> and um, I uh, uh, I do suffer from anxiety like pretty bad and whatnot. And uh, the public attention and people just knowing who I am and knowing like a lot about I me, am. that is a lot to handle. That bothers you. Yeah. So that's why I really wanted to just pull back and just be someone behind the scenes that you would never really know, but I'm still making impactful work still, in the music. Yeah, you're still making a big yeah dent in yeah. Uh, today's society. Yeah, well, I'm trying. But yeah, that's uh, that's um, my transition in terms of uh, what I do in music uh, and how it was starting and going into what I do now. It, it has been and it still is really hard to like break into the industry you know like i do I, i've made progress in the last like six months but prior to that it was very slow mm -hmm. not a lot has happened in terms of like the seven years that i've been working in music but um it just being it's really hard to stay persistent because like people who know me very personally would know that like i've often really wanted to like give up and whatnot mm -hmm. and it's really easy to get to that point in music because you see people who just come up overnight yeah and they're successful with very little work that's seemingly very little work i'm sure a lot of people work very hard but it seems like they didn't do much. Uh, and like, I've been at points where I'm like, well, I'm done. I just don't want to do this anymore. But like sticking through it, like it, it's really proved to be, you know, a good idea and decision because things are starting to work out. And I, I've, I've made a lot of uh, good friends through music, you know, people mm -hmm. that I would never have met had I not picked up a microphone, you know? So I'm grateful for all that. And it's, it's, uh, it's 
very, it's been a very interesting ride. Yeah, as it is. That's awesome. You met you. so you've met a lot of different people. Oh, yeah. You've made a lot of friends. How was it going through high school with the friends that knew you because of what you did, because of your music stuff? Mm-hmm. How 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 was it being famous in yeah. high school? Uh, so I I. I always feel weird calling myself famous. Like even my friend yesterday was like, "Dude, you're famous, man." I was like, "I'm not." Nah. Like, like it's always, <laughs> like I understand that technically I could be classified famous, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So in high school, with people knowing me and knowing that I was the kid who made music, like I was known not even just in our high school, like in Lakes and Grace Lake and all the yeah, surrounding area. Yeah, I was pretty well known, and uh, in the moment, like at that time, it didn't really bug me. I guess I really like thrived off it, but like as I got older, I was, like I said, like I wasn't really into the whole fame and like the people knowing about me and everything like that. Mm-hmm. So, cause like it would, it would get to the point where like people would message me on Facebook, people I didn't know and say really mean things. And I'm like, come on guys. Yeah. Like, that's, that's the difficulty. Yeah. Doing things oh, yeah. like that. Yeah. And like, because of the internet, like anyone can happen, like any, anyone can have this happen to them. You know, and especially people who are creative types or who are out there posting stuff that they do, then you attract that kind of attention. Of course. Because Ge- generally people who are just people that just, like, I don't want to, uh, I don't want I don't want to make anyone seem less significant because like, oh, I'm an artist and you're less than that because you don't make music. But like anyone mm-hmm. who's not making music or doing anything creative or posting themselves out there like that is not really going to attract that kind of attention where people will just randomly hit you up and say, really mean stuff yeah just because you yeah. have stuff out there yeah like the the average person's not generally going to get that they have to be of doing course. something to pull that stuff so that's like what started happening because i was progressively getting more and more known like it wasn't like a steady thing or it wasn't like a decline it was like oh everyone knows me now and then it got weird it got really weird because then i would get recognized every now and then which was annoying well not annoying it was cool and annoying but it, it, it was just interesting because like it, i've never thought that this would be how it was yeah know? Because uh, prior to making music, I was a skateboarder, and that's all I did. I would skate every single day. And I've always been interested in, like, artsy stuff. So, like, while I was skateboarding, I was uh, interested in photography. Mm -hmm. And I still am. I just haven't had many uh, subjects to shoot or anything like that. But I uh, was very interested in photography, as well as filmography and directing a little bit. I used to do YouTube videos all the time, just, like, funny stuff. Not really anything serious. Um, But those were things that I was interested in that are artsy and whatnot. But I never had a music. Like, I was like, there's no way I'd do music. But, like, I did play guitar, and I still do. Uh, A lot of the new music I'm working on incorporates guitar. So something from the past that uh, brought itself into the new. Um, But, yeah, just I think it was such a fast uh, transition into life. Like, I wasn't a musician, and then now I am. Like, it happened so quick. Like, within a year... People know who knew who I was. Mm-hmm. Prior to that, I mean, That's I a huge jump. Yeah, because it, it was from 2010 to 2011. Like everything changed, and it, it was crazy because like I was, I don't think I was popular, but I had a lot of friends in middle school. Like I knew everybody that went to middle school, but then like I knew everyone in like a 20 mile radius or even more mm-hmm. than that. And I was like, oh geez, That's a lot of names to remember. Yeah, <laughs> and it was it was just weird. Um, but you know, like I I, I made a lot of friends. Not even, like, because I said I made a lot of friends through music, but those are through the internet, like, people who are everywhere in the world and through the country. But I did make a lot of friends that I wouldn't have met otherwise because I made music within the area, you know, because people heard me and they're like, oh, I like your music, man. And then, like, we talk. And then, not friends that I would hang out with every day, but just people who I could, you know, talk to and people who became fans. And, like, even some people who are still from around here are fans, you know. 
So, I mean, I, I'm grateful for that as well and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, supportive yeah. fan base, supportive yeah. friend group who's yeah. become a fan base oh, yeah. or fan base who has become a friend group either mm-hmm. way. Oh, yeah. Um, now, kind of focus on maybe a possible negative there. Oh. Uh, in high school, well, maybe not even just high school, mm-hmm. uh, have you ever found that doing music and stuff has kind of showed you who your real friends are and yeah no stuff like that absolutely yes uh i think everyone goes through that kind of thing where in high Mm. school they're like oh now i know who's really my friend like there's an event that happens where like people just change and you know who's who yeah and all that kind of stuff but with music i noticed it might have been more my fault than anybody's but like with music i was so obsessed with it and like i would spend so much time with it that i would often push myself away from other people and whatnot but the people who stuck around did turn out to be my friends. So, like, I have, I guess now I would have a pretty small friend group who is local still. Mm-hmm. Like, only a handful of people. But before I had a very large friend group, and I was friends with so many different people and so many different groups and whatnot. But with music, people were easily like, oh, he's too into music and he doesn't want to be a friend or whatever. Or people would do certain things just because I'm an artist or whatever. Yeah. And that would change who I'd be, who I'd be friends with, and everything. But the people who stuck through it with me, and it's not even like I was putting them through turmoil or anything. It's just like I was making music all the time, and sometimes I didn't want to hang out or do whatever. But like the friends who uh, stuck with it and was by my side uh, through the whole thing, they're still my friends to this day. So definitely, there has been a change in friend groups and people who I uh, associate with because of music and through the the time I've been doing it. I mean, so probably doing music has brought you some fake friends too who are just friends because they know yeah so not so much not so much in person i haven't really met that many people like that uh but through the internet absolutely because people because then they don't know me in person they can say whatever they want through the uh the internet yeah but i've met many 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 people on the internet who hit me up and they're just like hey man can I get a free beat? Can I get a free... Can you hop on my song? Can you do this for me? Can you do that? Can you post my stuff? Dude, come on, man. Come on. I'm a fan. Come on. And, like, there is so many of those people out there. It's unbelievable. Like, it's crazy. And uh, that's mostly where that kind of stuff comes in. I've never met anyone in person, I don't think, that has been, like, trying to... Because I've never been, like, wealthy or anything because of music like yeah. that. So no one can really get anything <laughs> No out one of me. hitting you up like, hey... Can I get five bucks? Yeah, I can't lend people money. I'm still as broke as anyone else. But like <laughs> on the internet, I have a, a service that people want and then they want to, you know, try and get it out of me for free. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I get how that is. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm not even famous and I get people hitting me up like, I need 20 bucks. Can yeah. you spot me? Oh, yeah. No, I'm not going to send you no. money. <laughs> get off my back. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Now, when you first started music... You did more rap, yes, and such, uh, and now you're into the uh, more technical mm-hmm. kind of music. Mm-hmm. What what incited that change to where you didn't want to do rap anymore? Um, so I think it was. Pro- I don't actually really know. It's. It, I'm gonna have to like think about this now. Like it's a. Uh, I did absolutely do mostly rap music, mm-hmm. and maybe pop rap, which is a little more corny rap music. Yeah. Uh, but I, I made the transition into, like, R&B kind of stuff. Okay. Like, I've, I, like I haven't, like, fully quit making songs, but I haven't... Uh, I was hoping the computer didn't oh, crash. No. It's not crashed. <laughs> We're good. So I, 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 uh, I started making R&B music maybe two or three years ago, so it's just fully singing, no more rapping or anything like that. Mm-hmm. 
and I found that to be more of more of something that I'm comfortable with doing, you know. And it's not like my music taste changed because I still listen to rap music like yeah. every day, but I felt that I had a lot more fun making R&B music, and then I also had a lot more fun producing that kind of music. And I also still produce, I produce like a lot of like rap stuff. Yeah. But I, I try to branch out in a lot of different genres. Like it's mostly rap, uh, pop, and R&B. Like those are the ones that I'm really good at. Uh, if anyone asks for anything weird, I can try and make it happen, but those are generally the ones I'm good at. Uh, but the transition, I think, was mainly because I felt that I wasn't the best uh, lyricist or anything like that. Yeah. And in rap music, it's very important, well, generally it's very important to be a good lyricist, to have a good flow, to have a message, to say something. And I felt that what I wanted to say in my music didn't fit in that genre. So, like, I want to talk about relationships or stuff like that. That's generally, I'm that kind of person. Yeah. So, that fits with R&B music. So, you can be sad and sappy and that kind of stuff. And uh, you don't have to have a crazy technical flow or be very mm -hmm. impressive with the way that you say things. It's just the production and the quality of your music really carries it. So, and I was like, well, I'm good at production and I know how to make myself sound good because I can't sing normally. But with uh, the correct tools, I'm capable. <laughs> And uh, it was the best genre, I think, to talk about the things that I wanted to say. And I felt that there were other people who were better in terms of uh, rapping that could um, take that place, I guess. It wasn't for me. I felt that I got to a point where I was like, it's not really what I want to be. It's not who I am at mm -hmm. the moment. But that lasted maybe two years, the rapping period, maybe two to three years I was doing that. And then it, it made a full transition into like singing stuff. And it's, it's not like full R&B. It's like a mix of rap and R&B. Mostly rap in the production style. And then um, now it's just mostly production. So, yeah. All right. Nice. So you've made a huge circle oh, yeah. around yeah. what you do and mm -hmm. what you did then, what you do now. Um, when you were first starting, what people inspired you to go into music or making the videos mm -hmm. or production and yeah. all that yeah um so the people who inspired me right when i was uh getting ready to like make the jump into music like i always had a little bit of interest in music not that i ever thought like i said before not that i ever thought i'd be a musician by any means but i've always been interested in music and how it works um but i was really inspired by an artist named d pride on youtube and he was a rapper and an audio engineer by himself and he would record these songs in his room and they were just so, like, amazing quality, and he was so talented. And he's still making music, uh, but I don't think he goes by D-Pride anymore. I think it's just Pride. Uh, yeah, D-Pride's a little weird. <laughs> yeah, so he dropped the D, and that was Pride. He dropped the D. I believe that's how it goes. He dropped the D. <laughs> that's what happened. Oh, we're going to pretend that that doesn't mean what we think it means. <laughs> don't worry, any, anybody listening, it's, not, it's nothing. Anyways, so he inspired me because he, he was just doing it by himself you know he was just his own person making music and being he was very successful and very popular on the internet and i saw him doing what he does and i was like i can do that and i was like I, that could be me because i was like i really like rap music i can do this so i went out and i bought the same microphone he had i got the same program he used yeah. and i just sat down and learned it and i tried to figure it out and that's that's like the biggest inspiration to why i did what i did and why i still continue to make music but other in influences and inspirations would be um uh, my friends at the time when we were skateboarding, we would do freestyle raps just for fun. Like when <laughs> so we, rap battle? Yep. When we weren't skating, we would rap battle or we'd freestyle <laughs> or we'd write lyrics and then rap them to each other. And, um, excuse me, we would uh, just have fun doing that. And then that was like kind of what piqued my interest in, uh, in making music and stuff. Because we started writing lyrics, which is something we never did, like none mm -hmm. of us ever did. 
And I, there's even a video, I think, from 2009 or something at the end of like a skate video where I'm freestyling towards the camera and it's like a diss to somebody just for fun. I want to say that sounds familiar. You may, you like may have might have watched it in a class or something. Maybe. But yeah, that was the first. I think that's the first and only like recording from way back then that had the, the me doing rap by any means. Mm -hmm. And uh, so my friends at the time really influenced uh, the music. Not, well, not the music, but they influenced my decisions into getting into music. Deep Pride made me do what I did, like buy the microphone, buy, get the program, learn everything, and then actually do it. Uh, and then another influence and inspiration at the time, and I know that this was a big turning point, was my friends who I skateboarded with. We went to my friend's house after a long day of skating, and we were like, uh, let's just watch a movie or just like eat pizza or something, just chill out. And this was like seventh grade or eighth grade, something like that. And uh, we put on Notorious, the the Biggie Smalls movie, which is I watched it again recently. I was like, it's not a very good movie, but that movie at the time when it came out, I was just so enamored with it. I was like, this is the craziest this is thing. Awesome. I was like, dude, being a rapper would be so dope, but like you can get shot, so that's a problem. But I was like, this is so cool. And like after that movie, me and my friends were just. We were we, that one. Then we, that was when the freestyle stuff like really kicked in. Like we were always rapping to each other because we thought it was just so cool. And it's so crazy how kids can be so like influenced by yeah. just stuff, just anything. Yeah, can influence the smallest little speck of yeah. inspiration. Yeah. So like we were skaters, and then we watch a Biggie Smalls movie, and now we want to be rappers. So like it was just interesting. So that's kind of where it all began. So the Biggie Smalls movie, D Pride on YouTube, and uh, my friends at the time who were just keeping up with the the freestyle stuff, and that's. The history of it that's where that so all began you were a skater boy and you said I, see you later i boy. did indeed do that <laughs> avril lavigne wrote that song about me <laughs> it's about alex Steesfield. no you're, one else <laughs> you're absolutely correct do you still go by Steesfield or yes indeed that Steesfield is, is yeah is that is uh the stage name it is I, stage name. yeah so it was my real name for a while and then i felt that i i actually don't like my name <laughs> I, I think alex Steesfield. yeah i think most people always have like a weird little bug about their name like oh, i don't really like it but for me, as an artist, I was like, that's not a really great artist name. Yeah. Because my name is, my last name is Long, and it's also confusing to spell. So people generally mess it up. So I was like, I got to change it. So then uh, Steesfield was a nickname that I had during the skateboarding phase. Because mm -hmm. Steez and Steezy are uh, adjectives for doing a, a trick really well. So okay, like, oh, you, I had no idea what those meant. Yeah, until so like you now. did like that kickflip with Steezy or something like it that. Was that's, so Steezy. Yep, I no, that's, use that more often. That's absolutely steezy. what it is. It, it's an adjective. It means cool, dope. It's all the same thing. Uh, so they called me Steezfield because it just fits nicely with my last name. And I uh, a couple of years, no, not a couple of years, three years ago, four years ago. I can't keep track of time. <laughs> I ended up incorporating it with music, and uh, it's just stuck. Ever since and people, I, people like message that. me and they're like, "What's a steez field?" And I'm like, "It's a play on my it's last a cool name. field." Yeah, it's a it's a <laughs> it's a field where cool stuff happens, okay? which is your field. Indeed, your music is steez field. There we go. I've never, I've never even put it like that. Well, now now, now, you have now it. I know. Now it's proof, video proof. <laughs> yep, audio proof. If the video proof doesn't work, yep. <laughs> so I can never deny it. <laughs> now you said when you were talking earlier, you. You said you thought I was going to ask you who your favorite artists are, mm -hmm. and I am. Okay. So, what are You're your favorite artists? Uh, so my favorite artists at the moment, th that, like I think I said it earlier, this is, it's always a tough question, like, what's your favorite whatever, because uh, it does change so often. Of course. Uh, but at the moment, my favorite artists have to be Frank Ocean. I've been a big fan of his for a long time. 
and he's he's been releasing music a lot more frequently. Yeah. Lately. Before he hadn't dropped anything for like three years, mm-hmm. and uh, he just inspires me because like he's so unique in his style and in his presentation and everything. It's just it's unlike anything else that I've heard. I mean, he's by nature he's an R and B artist, uh-huh. but um, just who he is and everything and his image is so different from everything else that I've seen. And his music has such a, a, a unique personality to it that it really inspires me. And then, like, I want to incorporate things that he does with my music or take ideas from what he does. Not necessarily steal, but pull inspiration from. Yeah. And from the, the difference aspects. between stealing ideas and, and inspiration. Yes. <laughs> but some people don't get that. And yeah. that's where you have to make it clear uh, for anyone listening. Just, I don't want to get like, You're just copying Frank Ocean. Yeah. Some like people comment I've, on YouTube videos. I've stuff. gotten comments like that. And I'm like, no, it's not. No, quite like that like it would be copying if i said word for word or did the same yeah melodies. if you just did the whole song yeah and it would just be a cover yeah <laughs> but stylistically like i like to I've, I've always done it like i try to listen to people who inspire me and i try to get i try to understand where they're coming from with their music and their ideas and their production styles and then i try to turn it into my own kind of thing and i think every artist in any field would say that oh that's what i do like you, I've listened to directors like interview themselves, not interview mm-hmm. themselves, but get interviewed, and they're like, oh yeah, I was watching Stanley Kubrick's whatever, and I wanted to take that shot that he did and put it into my movie or whatever, and then they would do yeah. that in their thing. So like, it's not it's not uh, stealing by any means or anything like that. It's just inspiring. Oh, yeah. If you find if you see it and it works with yeah. what you do, by yeah. all means, oh, you yeah. know. So Frank Ocean, absolutely a huge fan of him, and he's been one of my favorite artists since he came out with music uh, to the popular. Uh, world he, he was making music for a while but nobody knew about him but when he yeah. came out as frank ocean uh, then he became a uh, big name in my life i remember when i came out as frank ocean <laughs> <laughs> uh and then um kendrick lamar he's very popular i am a big fan of him he uh is always doing something kendrick just came out with a new album yeah right? yeah recently yep uh, i think last month or maybe this month. like how i'm talking about this as if i as, <laughs> as if i know this <laughs> no is, he did though you're this right isn't even my genre of music but <laughs> it, it interests me uh-huh. i mean i still find plenty of artists and songs in all genres oh, of yeah. music that yeah. i love so it's it's awesome to hear from your perspective mm-hmm. this kind of stuff because yeah. i of course don't dabble oh in yeah, it. yeah 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 <laughs> uh so yeah kendrick dropped an album i think last month i can't remember dates and it was great and i mean he's very uh not political but he is political with yeah. his his music and it's always about the the things going on socially and whatnot so often he'll focus on uh black struggles and things like that mm-hmm. and he often has powerful messages in his music but he's just a great lyricist and very technically incredible with his flow and everything he does and the people he has working for him and his team like his producers and his engineers are like some of the best in the industry and so just hearing these albums when they come out it's just an experience and it's really great to to listen to it and then be like oh wow like i can't believe this was done in hip-hop music or whatever like it's yeah. it's always a very crazy experience listening to it like it's it's something new every time and um that leads me into another favorite of mine kanye west which is controversial to a lot of people mm. but it, musically it's hard to deny that kanye is a very talented person and yeah. with every project he's put out it's a different album every time it's not mm-hmm. like a continuation of the last one although maybe the first two are a little similar uh but because of what Kanye does with his music and the fact that every album is a totally unique dif- uh, experience from each other, mm-hmm. that is very inspiring inspiring to me because I like to, I don't want to do the same thing every time because then you just, you get associated with that sound yeah. and then you can't break out of it or you get stuck in a rut and you can't do anything different. 
So like Kanye will he'll do a auto-tuned, very minimal R and B album, and then the next one is an orchestral, very big, huge rap album, and so like it's a very different, very tonally different kind of thing. Yeah. And um, everything that he does creatively is very inspiring to me. Uh, things he does personally, they're a little interesting. He's a very uh, uh, brash person. Yeah. <laughs> he does a he does a few questions. We're just things. talking about their music. Yeah, no, not, I know. not the person themselves. But like people, <laughs> that's what people always like talk about that with Kanye. They're like, well, Kanye, the person is very mean and he's he sucks. And I'm like, well, I mean, his music's awesome. So yeah, it. it but like, uh, I've had a I had an interesting. I didn't have the conversation, but my teacher had the conversation uh, this past semester about artists because I had an art class about uh, the history of art from whatever period to modern. Mm-hmm. And she said that often, mostly modern artists were all kind of mean. They were all kind of jerks. And yeah. what you had to do was kind of just get past that part of the artist and yeah. then enjoy the work. Enjoy so the it, work. it is exactly. kind of like Kanye, but like Kanye's never really. I mean, he's done a few really jerkish things but he's never done like horrible things to anybody so a lot of people uh, blow it out of proportion i think sometimes but you do have to get past a lot of the things he does and says and enjoy the music if that's the genre of music that you do enjoy or anything like that but he is absolutely an influence in terms of my uh my taste in music because he often will sample a lot of obscure music or genres of music that i've never heard of and i find new things that i like through that so he's inspired my taste in music and also Mm -hmm. inspired my production style and the kind of music that i like to make and um, and listen to as well, not even just the stuff that he sampled, but like in terms of hip hop, like he'll often change the whole sound of hip hop after he drops an album. So yeah. he he can make a huge impact with just ten songs. So. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. As as you were saying, it's it's important. At least that's my opinion. Is that it's important to separate the person outside of their art mm-hmm. from their art. Yeah. There are dogs. <laughs> and, like, I mean, by all means, just because you're supporting their work or because you're listening to their music or whatever mm-hmm. doesn't mean you support what they do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there are plenty of bad people out oh, there yeah, that yeah. have made amazing art pieces or songs or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. yeah well, still so, that bad thing that they've done. Yeah, so, like, I mean, in rap music, you'll often have people who came from very poor places and did a very very bad things oh yeah and they're famous artists now but they often once they get to a certain level they'll often ask for forgiveness or be very open about it be like that i it's a whole different world out where i came from and whatnot but there are people who do bad things that end up being great artists or something like that and it is weird to support them knowing that they've done certain things and like you said it is important to to not associate those two things together because they kind of like the art stands on its own and the person is a different entity entity Uh, but it is an interesting kind of like topic and the thing to think about, you know, mm-hmm. and it's, it's not something that I often think about, but it is very interesting. I've never really, uh, delved into that. Yeah. So with you doing most of your music online, mm-hmm. mostly posted online, it's all shared online and everything. Um, you don't do live performance, right? No, I've never actually done a live performance. It's very, uh, so, I was, I was surprised. I've never been asked you to never, do it. No. Uh, in my entire time making music, never asked. I've I've had friends who have done plenty of live performances, but uh, I haven't myself. You just haven't. No. So, with the online stuff, I'm I'm sure you enjoy seeing people like Chance the Rapper, mm-hmm. who jump up and have all of a sudden won Grammys and everything yeah, like yeah. that. Now, 
how does how does that feel for you is that inspiring or? yeah so i mean uh it is very inspiring in the fact that anyone can can essentially do it themselves you know uh before streaming music and music exclusively online was never considered to be grammy worthy mm-hmm. by the grammys <laughs> and like people in the industry like it was never taken seriously but then when you have names like chance the rapper just break down the doors and be like well here i am here's all my music and i'm like you can't do anything about it then they got to give him a grammy and now it changes the whole face of the the music industry so like i mean obviously the music industry has been changing in terms of like sales and everything like physical sales have gone way down because things like itunes exist but now itunes sales have gone down because now there's things like apple music and spotify so it's changed into streaming which is the main thing now and because of streaming the i don't know the exact name but i think it's the riaa now classify streaming R-I-A-A, yeah. yeah they now classify streaming uh as sales so a certain number of streaming counts as one sale yes. of an album uh, i think it's ten thousand streams counts as one sale so now yeah, you, you'll see great. you'll see artists like when when the uh the sales reports come in you'll see artists uh the numbers are they now report them as uh the total number of sales and then they put in parentheses the number of physical and i think they have a term for it but physical sales and then the streaming sales what added into the streaming and often the streaming sales are much higher than what it would have been physical definitely so streaming has now played a very huge part in uh music nowadays and because artists like chance being that he hasn't made a physical album uh it really changed like well people like see the artists are like well i can do that now i don't have to make a physical album i don't have to listen to the labels i don't have to do this i don't have to do that mm-hmm. uh so like now we're seeing a lot of very independent people people who don't have any creative uh not they have all their creative control they don't have anyone higher up controlling what they do so like chance is a big name and everyone knows about him uh not so popular anymore but macklemore he didn't have anyone back like a label telling him what to do he was just his own person made a yeah. viral video and then became massively successful um and then uh coming up coming up now is an artist that i'm not particularly huge into but his name is xxx tentacion he is a very raunchy crazy kid but he is just his own person and he's blowing up like no other like and he's just doing it on soundcloud and so anyone can do this now and it's really crazy to see that that can happen and it, it wasn't like that even when i started it was like it was you had to get a label and you had to get a manager you had to do this you have to do that to order in order to even get anywhere but it's changed within even just seven years of time that anyone can do it yeah and that whole spotify and apple music and all that has totally changed the industry Mm -hmm. and now people don't yeah like you said people don't need record labels yeah do you think a lot of artists are going to be leaving their record labels do you think they're going to record labels are going to go out i could see it happening to be honest because I don't, I don't know if record labels themselves will disappear. Like Atlantic Records and like Warner Brothers Music Group yeah. is always going to exist. But they might change how they operate. I think it might become more of a management conglomerate rather than an actual label that does a lot of stuff for their artists, provides this and that and all that. Because with streaming services, you can kind of just do it. You don't need anyone to help you out. You, you, what you need is to have a good song. You have to have good music. You have to have a good image. Pretty much those are the only two things. And then if you have connections in the industry to help you get in the in, in the faces of people, then that definitely helps. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Labels don't play much of a, a role anymore. They absolutely play a role. But with the way things are going, I don't know how much they can do. And a lot of artists are kind of refusing to be a part of the label. And if uh, certain artist contracts run out, 
then I think they could just do it on their own. Like, if Kanye West was like, well, I don't want to be a part of a label anymore, he could make significantly more money just releasing his music because everyone knows who Kanye West is. He doesn't need a label's help. Mm-hmm. And then, like, so, I mean, big artists, if their contracts allow them to get out of it, I think they could do it by themselves, no problem. Uh, but with a management team, definitely, because, like, you have to set up merch and you have to set up a tour. You have yeah. to do all that kind of stuff. So have someone else go do that. Yeah. You? Well, you need... I the, just make the music. Everyone need, else does it. Right. Well, yeah, but, I mean, you need the, the business side of things. And, some, of like, course. often artists aren't into that because that's a whole different mm-hmm. type of uh, music kind of stuff. Like, you have to go yeah. to school and learn the music management and know how to set up a tour, know who to pay, know who to do this, how mm-hmm. to do that. Like, it's a whole different kind of world. It's not just like, oh, well, I'll pay this menu to let me come or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I mean, I don't think labels will disappear anytime soon, maybe in the next 20 years. Because music has been evolving very much, very rapidly. Because for the longest time, uh, probably, I mean, I don't know enough because I wasn't really alive then, but from like the, the 90s to probably the mid-2000s, I think the industry was like, that was probably the peak. I could be totally wrong. I'd have to check the facts. But CDs were selling at that time. Artists were doing very well. Mm-hmm. All that kind of stuff. But then once the once the what we call the ringtone rap era, but like where everything was a ringtone, yeah, that kind of changed everything. And then everyone was just buying ringtones. And then Apple uh, put out iTunes around that time, and then iTunes started to exist. So it became really hard for labels to make money off of CDs, and it's the same thing with like uh, DVDs and movies and whatnot. Like everyone has Netflix yeah. or they all have Hulu or whatever. They're not buying DVDs or Blu-rays anymore. They're streaming it. So everything's kind of just changed in terms of technology. So it's all in the streaming. So like the music industry needs to either adapt to it or not. Obviously the artists are adapting to it because people are being very successful on streaming platforms, but the higher up major end of music, like the labels and whatnot, they're not showing any signs of change mm-hmm. in terms of uh, adapting streaming. And it also kind of goes with movies. Uh, like there was what the, I think it's the Cannes Festival or something like that. Yeah. Where uh, can I, I think, think so. can and France or whatever. Yeah, yeah. They booed Netflix and they banned all Netflix movies from being in the festival. But they're still uh, movies. But like, they're st- and some of them are really good. Yeah. Like, look at uh, what is it? Uh, Stranger Things. Yeah, That's yeah. like the best show I've ever oh, seen. Oh yeah, yeah. But like, <laughs> it's like, it's like the higher ups are they're not quick to change with the times. Like, just because it's not in a theater or just because it's not shown on television it's doesn't mean it's, it's taken not... away from their money. Well, yeah, that <laughs> is true, and there's a whole lot about all that. But mm-hmm. like. Just because it's not on their platforms or just because... Like, even people will be like, well, it's not on TV or it's not a movie. It's not a movie or whatever. It's like, well, it still is. It's just not a different platform. Yeah, It's, it's still an art form yeah. and everything. Like, it's still got that message. It's, mm-hmm. it's the same as any other movie. Yeah, there's no <laughs> different. I mean, it, there's difference in terms of the story and everything, but mm-hmm. it's still a film, you know? So, yeah. So, any tips? Uh, while I ask this, I'm going to check and make sure the camera's oh, okay. still going. Yes. But any tips for anyone in the industry coming up mm-hmm. who want to do something like this? Yeah. Um, so I guess what I would do if I was to start over again, you got to be quiet. You got to be a very sneaky exit. Oh, shit. Pay no attention. Poop. <laughs> Pay no attention to the man getting up. So uh, tips. If I was to start over and do it all again now, it's uh, it's a very different world now like we were just talking about with streaming. And... The availability of the tools to make music is uh, a lot easier to get nowadays. Uh-huh. And especially because technology has advanced so fast that things are just easier to do. I would buy a microphone if you're interested. They're very cheap now. You don't have to, like this one. is a, You don't have to get something 
This is like a three hundred dollar mic. <laughs> well, they make versions of this that aren't too expensive. They make a hundred dollar yeah, versions, yeah. yeah. So and that they, one they work pretty well too. Yeah. So this uh, the Yeti mics are good. Uh, I know the Snowball mic is pretty good. Snowball, yeah, and that's that's only like thirty bucks. Yeah, I it's not bad. It's no, really it's cheap. Uh, and then they make a lot of other uh, USB condenser condenser mics, which I, I I would absolutely buy. My first mic was a USB condenser mic, but back mm-hmm. then it was a hundred bucks. Nowadays it's got to be fifty or less. Uh, buy a microphone, get the necessary parts like the pop filter, uh, headphones, whatnot. Get a program. There's free ones that are fantastic. Uh, and like pay. Audacity. Well, Audacity, yeah, Audacity works. Great for at least voice recording oh, yeah. and instrument recording. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and th- there's plenty of options out there. I mean, absolutely mm-hmm. just do, like, it's easy to do the research on Google. Like, just what do I need to make music? But like, get all the tools that are necessary. Um, the hardest part, I think, starting as an artist would be finding beats. Because what I did when I started was I did remixes of songs. So often I would just get an existing song and do my own version of it. Nowadays, I don't know how many people really listen to that kind of stuff. Back then, I think you could have done it. Like YouTube, everyone did a remix of a song and sometimes they get viral. Nowadays, I don't think that flies anymore. People want original stuff. So there are plenty of websites where you can buy beats from producers like myself, but I'm not trying to plug my own thing. I don't have a website anyways. Uh, But like uh, soundclick.com is a great place to buy beats. Uh, you can even find people on SoundCloud, but it's not intended for that. But people do sell beats on SoundCloud. Uh, Track Train is another website that is great for producers selling their beats, and you can purchase them. And um, uh, they just changed their name. I think they're Airbit now, but they used to be My Flash Store. If you search that, you can find it. And so those are all great websites. Definitely pay producers. Don't try and steal stuff from them. People do that so often, and it's not. It's never going to work for you. Yeah, never. Trust me. Because <laughs> I found uh, no one's really done it for me, think, thankfully. Uh-huh. But I know people who have had their stuff just pulled from their sites. People use them without permission, and then they right. get they get copyright strikes on their songs because the producer's <laughs> like, "Well, you didn't pay me." You didn't pay. So and like people charge very fair rates. Like you can find beats for ten bucks or less just for a lease, and you that's more than you need as a starting artist. And um, definitely uh, pay producers, find original stuff. I don't think remixes will fly nowadays. I don't think it's really a thing. And uh, most importantly, I think it's necessary to be yourself in music. Don't try and be someone else, because often people will try and emulate an artist that they really like. And I know I was talking about influences and stuff and pulling inspiration from other artists and everything like that. But like that's important, pulling inspiration and finding things within songs that you think would be interesting in your own voice. Mm-hmm. But don't try and be the next, or not the next, but just be the same artist. Because like you'll hear people, like whatever's popular in rap at the time, I don't know what it is currently necessarily, but it's it's hard to explain. But like you'll hear a thousand copycats. And you'll hear them in the production, you'll hear them in the voice, you'll hear them in whatever, in the image. Like don't be that, be unique, be st- stand out. Because the people who came up from nowhere and everyone's like, well, they just happened to be famous overnight. Mm-hmm. Those are the people who were unique and they gained a following because, oh, they're not like anyone else. So stand out, do your own thing, say what you gotta say, say what you want to say. Don't say things that don't exist. Sometimes people will put on a, a fake image and be like, well, I'm a gangster and I shoot people, but they <laughs> they live in a, a neighborhood with three uh, Ferraris and never ever step foot in the hood. They don't know anything. Like that happens. I've seen people do that. Yeah. Um, be yourself. That's the most important, I, I think. And then also enjoy what you do. If you don't enjoy it, then don't do it. I think I've gotten to points where I don't enjoy what I'm doing and then I stop doing it. Like, and again, and that doesn't mean like I quit a whole thing together, but like in terms of music, like, oh, I don't like this beat that I'm doing or I don't like the song that I'm making. I'll just not do it. Mm-hmm. Don't force anything. I think it's important to just let it naturally happen. 
uh, and then you'll find that you make your best songs then. And then you can also enjoy them to an extent, because if you're a harsh critic like I am, you won't enjoy all your music or yeah. any of it, but you'll find songs that uh, are better than others because you didn't force it to happen, you just let it happen. And I think that's very important for an artist. And uh, quality is very important, but that's a hard one, I think. That's a very hard one because you're going to have to learn audio engineering, which is not easy. That's a whole scientific kind of thing. But there's uh, quick and dirty ways to get it done. If you, uh, there's, YouTube is the most fantastic tool for anything. Just search how to mix vocals or audio engineering 101. You'll find thousands of videos for anything you need. And just watch and learn, learn as much as you can. That's another important thing. Just learn, research music stuff, production, audio engineering or writing or anything like that. And I think that's really all you need to make yourself a, a respectable artist. That's really all you need. Just learning, being yourself, having a voice, doing what you got to do, stand out and buying the tools you need. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. But I think that's the most important stuff. Now, here's a request. Um, so you used to freestyle. Oh boy, no. I was wondering if you could do oh, a quick little, little bit of freestyle for me. Gosh. <laughs> Just a little bit. I wasn't anticipating this. <laughs> so the, the, I'm going to explain. The problem with this mm -hmm. is I was never good. <laughs> That's okay. No. That's okay. Mm -mm. Come on. Just a quick little. Quick no. Little. Oh, my gosh. It's not good. Tiny. Just It doesn't have to be good. No. Oh, oh, well, hold on. Let me tell stories. <laughs> so with freestyling, back in the day, yeah, we would freestyle, but we'd say a lot of stupid stuff. We would say things that I don't even know what we were talking about. And also, we weren't good back then. It was, we were really bad. And... I've never really, like, kept up freestyling. Like, it wasn't something that, like, I would do. People would ask me to do it, and i just end up rapping songs that I already wrote. Yeah. And um, nowadays, if I freestyle, it's almost all very silly and very graphic and raunchy. Oh. So. That's probably not good. Yeah, we were going to want to avoid that because I know I know uh, you want to keep it clean. Oh. Um, I would absolutely do it for you, but it was it's probably going to, I'm going to slip up and drop a whole bunch of swears in there. But if you... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a quick freestyle. If you want to go for it. Here we go. Uh, here we go. You ready? I'm ready. ready for this? Been thinking this one up all day. Oh, boy. So it's not really a freestyle, but still. No, it, it, it counts. Okay. <clears throat> Yo, what's up? The name's W. Skim Milk. Voice is deep and smooth as French silk. Mm. This is my man. His name's Alex Thiesfield, also known as the Music Man Thiesfield. Hey. I had I had another line here. Hold <laughs> up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Music producer, part-time rapper. Every beat he makes is a toe tapper. Oh! Thanks for coming on. You're doing me a service. And with that, we're just skimming the surface. That is the best <laughs> outro I have ever heard in anything. Yeah, I thought that up all day. That is fantastic. <laughs> I, I Googled, I was like, what rhymes with surface? <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. I'm honored to have been called an awesome freestyler. But, well, maybe not an awesome freestyler, well, yeah. but awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. It was great having you on. Oh, absolutely. Thank Wonderful. you for having me. And of course, with that, we are just skimming the surface. Thank you so much for coming on, Thank man. Thank you. I had a great time. And with that, we are just skimming the surface. Thanks for listening. Remember to like us on Facebook to stay updated on future episodes and to subscribe to our YouTube channel as well. Leave a like down below and let us know what you think in the comments. 
Also remember to follow us on Twitter at WSkimMilk and to check out our website as well, www.wskimmilk.com. This has been W Skim Milk. Have a great night and remember to tune in next time. Mm-hmm.